Well, welcome back, high school hockey fans. Another season starting the 2018-2019 season just started recently, and Wisconsin prep hockey is already hard at work, as you would expect. I'm Mike Hammett, bringing you uh, the show this week. Trasher will be along, also Burglar, Bill Jr., and Dal Scanlon has the whole crew. The band's back together, I guess you could say. And uh, we're going to be bringing you plenty of stuff during the season, but uh, kind of an abbreviated show with not a whole lot going on yet in the season. So, uh, Burglar, uh, you want to say hello to everybody? And, uh, you know, how's your summer been? Uh, it's been interesting, MJ. It's funny that you said that we've all been working hard because some of you have. I know myself, I've kind of been slacking. We We moved late in the summer from... Uh, Antigo, where we lived for 34 years. Now we live in the uh, Weston, the suburb of the Wassa area. Live in Weston, just a stone's throw from the Greenheck Fieldhouse. So instead of you know, covering a lot of games at the Langlade County Multipurpose Building, uh, I may be doing more games from the Greenheck Fieldhouse and actually closer to Marathon Park for Wassa East and Maryland West games there. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. We moved. We're getting accustomed to the new place. Um, like I said, 34 years in Antigo is a long time, uh, but it was time to get out of there. Delmar, how was your summer? Oh, my summer's busy getting some motorcycle time in, doing bikers against child abuse. And now that uh, fall going into winter's coming around, Spend a little more time at the hockey rink, up watching a little bit of learn to skate, uh, getting a little talk to uh, Neil Matson, uh, RWD's head coach, and talk to him about how his first game went, and actually talk to him a little bit about what it's like to have a freshman goaltender in that this year already. And so they they put in two games, two games, uh, won one by shutout and lost one by shutout, but. We'll see how the season goes is, and starting to get in the mood to get it into full swing with this. Bill Jr., uh, welcome back to the Cheese State or Badger State or whatever you want to call it. And I know uh, you don't live too far away from Dad, I would bet. No, I'm pretty sure I could throw that stone and hit his house. Um, <laughs> yeah, after five years in Kansas, four years in Ohio, what, six, seven years in Minnesota, I am back in Wisconsin again, so... Yep, here in Weston, close to the grandparents. Uh, you don't have to ask. My summer sucked. But, you know, things are moving on. Things are moving on. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started with uh, now that everybody's checked in for the summer. I don't know what they did this summer, except me. All I got in October was a new hip, but let us not digress. Game recaps. Trasher. Saturday, you got a chance to go up to the Eau Claire Memorial Tournament and got to see some pretty good action up there as it always promises some pretty good teams in the tournament. And uh, what did you see? Well, MJ, what do you think I saw? Pretty good hockey, right? I would venture to say yes. Yeah, you're talking about four of the top nine teams in the state, Superior, Eau Claire Memorial, Wausau West, and Notre Dame. Um, The games that I saw on Saturday were the the third and third-place game in the championship game. In the first game, it was Superior and Eau Claire Memorial playing for third place bragging rights. 
Uh, first period, no score. Second period, Superior scored three goals in five minutes to take a three to nothing lead, and it looked like they were ready to run away with it. But then Eau Claire Memorial came back with two goals in the next three minutes to make it three to two, and that's how it went to the third period. Third period, however, was all soup town. Caden Lorvik scored two goals. Taylor Berger scored a goal, three goals in the first nine minutes, and that's how it ended up six to two. In the night cap, which was actually the afternoon cap as the first game started at 11.30, believe it or not, kind of an early start. Um, the championship game was Notre Dame Tritons, Notre Dame Academy Tritons versus the Wausau West Warriors, and that game was all Notre Dame. They ended up winning 5 to nothing. and uh, the, the kid that I saw in that game that looked really good was Brendan Poshak. He had two goals and two assists. He scored four points. He was all over the ice, uh, definitely the best player on on the ice at that point in time. Um, talked to B.J. Brandt, the Wausau West coach, after the game, and uh, his team had, I believe, 10 penalties in that game. Um, the night before, they had beat Superior 4-3. to three. Superior had probably more than that, and they might have had like 11 or 12 penalties. Uh, his comment to me was, now I know how Superior felt last night. So uh, they were in the box all night. They had a couple of five-on-three kills that that they they did okay on. Um, they had <laughs> they had one where they made a line change on a five-on-three and, and ended up with a four-on-one for Notre Dame. They ended up scoring. So uh, things didn't go right for them, but they got a chance to look at their freshman uh Netminder Adam Prokop, who's going to compete with uh, with Nick Honor this year for the starting job. Uh, BJ was saying that they're probably going to split um, split work for you know the first month or so and see where everything's at. But uh, a good tournament. Notre Dame comes out with a championship trophy. Four really good teams, and uh, we'll probably see them late in the season and possibly most, if not all, of them at Madison. Michael, is, you know, the, you, go ahead, Junior. Is is one of those teams going to be the the 2018 Wisconsin Badger football team, where they start the season ranked in the top ten and then just have a disaster of a season? Or are those four hockey teams protected from that kind of failure? <laughs> uh, too, too soon. Too soon, Bill. Too too soon, maybe. Um, there could possibly be one of them. I was told by more than one person that Superior is going to be back to where they were in their heyday. You know, uh, a top three, four, five team in the state, a serious contender for the state title. They looked really good. And there, there was more than a couple people that, that said the same thing. So I can tell you that uh, of these four teams, I think um, they'll all do very well. It just, you know, the season has to play out. We'll see what happens. No, my, my, my too soon comment was that it's, you know, too soon to be making light of the fact that, you know, the college and NFL football seasons ended last weekend for, you know, Badger and Packer fans. <laughs> True that. Well, you know, the, these four teams that played, and they're all perennial top ten teams, and you know all of them are going to get better. So, um, yeah, maybe Eau Claire Memorial lost, you know, two this weekend, but 
they they will get better. It's Eau Claire Memorial. You know it's you know it's not all gloom and doom for the old Abe's. Right, and and one of the things about this tournament was that um, Notre Dame had more or less one of the veteran netminders in sophomore Bo Buckley. Um, Eau Claire Memorial graduated uh, Hudetsek, so he's gone. They were playing, I believe, uh, they're talking about playing sophomores and freshmen. I mean, they don't have really a junior senior to step up. So, I mean, your netminders kind of get trial by fire early in the year, and it's not like you had an upperclassman to kind of – to lean on now all of a sudden you got these young kids and there might be some growing pain so we'll have to see what happens i agree with that michael there's uh i know down here there's also the same situation with uh young goaltenders and uh you know they just kind of got to find their way um what also what always helps is a great defensive team will make a goaltender look really good and we know how that can be all right, our player of the week. Let's move on. Burglar. We got a girl recipient. We got a boy recipient. Would you like to tell everybody about him? I would, MJ, as a matter of fact. On the girls' side, a freshman forward Mackenzie Weeks from the Western Wisconsin Stars. Weeks scored six points in three games her opening weekend of her varsity career. Uh, Mackenzie notched two goals versus an honorable mention team, the Black River Falls, on Friday night and finished the weekend with a hat trick and one assist to push the Western Wisconsin Stars to a 4 to nothing win over Black River on Saturday night. Not only did Mackenzie Weeks show up big in the scoreboard in her varsity debut, but she back-checked consistently, blocked shots, and was a huge positive influence and voice on the bench for the Western Wisconsin Stars. On the boys' side, junior forward Brendan Poshak, who Trasher just talked about uh, a couple minutes ago, a junior forward from Notre Dame, scored seven points, uh, four goals and three assists in the Eau Claire Memorial Tournament over the weekend. He had two goals and an assist in the 5-4 to four shootout win over Eau Claire Memorial, then scored two goals and two assists in a 5 to nothing win over Wausau West in the title game. So on the girls' side, Mackenzie Weeks. On the boys' side, Brendan Poshak, our unsponsored players of the week for Wisconsin Prep Hockey for the opening week. All right, congratulations to them on some great opening week numbers. And uh, best of luck all season to both of those players. Our top ten is out. We've uh, kind of put one together, I guess you could say. Uh Junior, um, I'm going to let you read this one. You kind of, uh, this is kind of your specialty, so I'll let you go ahead and handle it. Don't blame me for this mess. <laughs> Our top Send ten. Send it all the trasher. Top ten for this week for the boys. Uh, number one is Hudson. Two, University School. Three, Verona. Four, Notre Dame Academy. Five, Waukesha. Six, Spash. Seven, Wausau West. Eight, Superior. Nine, Eau Claire Memorial. And ten, Fond du Lac Springs. Honorable mention for the boys are Madison Edgewood, Northland Pines, Sun Prairie, Nina Hortonville, Menasha, and Onalaska. Trasher did not alphabetize those properly. 
And for the girls, number one is Eau Claire area. Two is Hudson. Three is Central Wisconsin Storm. Four is Cap City. Five is the Warbirds Co-op. Six is University School. Seven is Western Wisconsin. Eight is Fox Cities. Nine is the St. Croix Valley Fusion. And ten is the Hayward Co-op. Honorable mention for the girls are uh, WVU and Bay Area. We got some fantastic games of the week coming up, but we'll visit that in a second. Uh, guys, anything here you see that uh, sticks out to you, or is it just kind of, it is what it is at this point? Other than Sun Prairie, uh, they're not usually a fixture. I think most of the rest of the boys' top 10 is the same, or top 15, I guess it is, is the same as it was for a good portion of last year. Or the same as it is for a good portion of every year. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the familiar faces in there. Hey, guys, there was an article in uh, the Madison Papers, madison.com, actually, website, talking about Sun Prairie being a surprise um, team as far as how they're going to do this year. They return, and I, I didn't really do any research on this, so it sounded like it was a great thing, but maybe it's not. They're returning five all eight or all big eight um, all conference players from last year and it didn't really um, go on to explain if they were first team second team honorable mention but that sounds pretty good uh, MJ you've had a chance to check out these guys down there a little bit what do you think about Sun Prairie Cardinals this year Sun Prairie Cardinals are always a solid team uh, Bennett Hobley who's uh a star in the making for Sun Prairie, uh, leading that team this year. A lot of times, Sun Prairie they don't have down years. They're just they just seem to be solid every year, and I see this year to be no exception to that. As Chris Finkler has stepped right in where Steve Hanrahan left off over the years, and really done a nice job of keeping this program together and uh, making them contenders in the Big Eight, and also uh, you know a contender to go to state. So. Uh, yeah, Sun Prairie is always in the mix here in the Big Eight Conference. Big Eight's going to be looking a little bit, uh, going to be a little bit of a logjam at the top. I'm expecting this year, though. Well, who else? Last year, though, I mean, Sun Prairie made it to state last year, and I did they make it two years ago, or did they? Two, just two years the ago, they had, they had that. Two years ago, they had the goaltender. I can't. Kid's name slips my mind right now. But he was a phenomenal goaltender, and he could carry he could carry them a long way, and they almost had enough to get to the state championship game. Um, boy, I I can't believe Trasher hasn't jumped in with it yet. But uh, yeah, two years ago they they had a nice team, and they were able to make it to state. Sam Dunn. I was gonna say I was gonna say Brett Wright. So if, only there, if, if, there only, if only there was a website where we could look that information up at the either that, that or you can even go old school and go Larry Clemens or not or not well you know we'll have to we'll have to check into that website thing maybe we can um, possibly get involved on the ground floor on developing one because sure. we Wisconsin could certainly use something like that it's a shame that there's really nothing around no. I'll now for my right next question is uh, how many boys high school teams do we have this year that we lost a few to co-op this this last season? 
I think the number was 87, if I remember right. Um, lost a couple teams. On the girls' side, I believe it's 28. Um, they had a couple from of co-ops. High, from um, a high of 33 a few years ago. Well, I mean, you guys remember like 10, 12 years ago how um, everybody was saying, oh, if the the boys' team – Boys teams numbers gets up to 96. We'll be able to go to two divisions. Well, it got up to I think a high of 93, and it's been falling every year. And I mean, you can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on, but um, in was it next year or the year after they're going to go to two divisions, and we'll we'll just see how that works. I mean, that's a story for another day, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's kind of tough, you know. It just seems like there's all these different factors that are causing the number of teams to drop down, you know, for whatever reason. I'm sure Burglar has a good idea of why, and he might be willing to tell us, but he might be waiting for another day. Waiting for another day. Waiting for another day. Okay. Yeah, we'll, okay. get, we'll, get, we'll get one of those rants out there. He's not the best color guy in hockey for nothing. <laughs> That is true. That is very true. So, anyways, we were talking about our games of the week, and these are a couple of pretty good games. Um, Going to have the boys on Saturday up at Marathon Park at 3.30. USM comes up to take on Wausau West, which will be always a good game when these two teams get together. And on the girls' side, Wisconsin Valley, Valley Union going to take on the CW Storm. Uh, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, over at Greenheck. We'll have uh, photos and reaction and articles on both those games here uh, in Wisconsin prep hockey. And, uh, guys, one of the things I wanted to bring up here, since we talked about a lot of stuff, Michael, you talked about how Superior, the talk about Superior is going to be back in, you know, looking to be back in their uh, top five ways. And it leads me to think about, You've got Superior in that Section 1, and that Section 1, is the road to, through that has been through Hudson. And you're kind of wondering near the end of the season how this is all going to shake out. Those two, a number one team in the state, Hudson, right now, and they've been number one the last two years with two straight titles. How is that all going to shake down? It could be make for a very interesting February. Well, I think it definitely could, and it has, and it will. Uh, that's 100 days away, you know. That's a lifetime in a hockey season. But, um, I mean, these guys are all pointing for that, obviously, uh, some teams more than others. If you, I mean, if you're 2-22, and 22, I mean, you don't really have a chance. But Superior and Hudson, um, they're definitely, I mean, it, it'll be a battle. Through the season, I, I'm not sure. I think they, they probably match up at least once during the regular season. Uh, it should be very interesting, you know, and it almost seems a shame sometimes that you have the, some top teams in the same sectional and, you know, there's got to be a loser and they're kind of SOL, right? Uh, but that's just the way it works out, you know, until we get like a completely somehow seeded uh, playoff structure. Well, that'll never happen anyway, but, um, there's always going to be a, a a team that deserves to go, but just happens to lose to a team that happened to be a little bit better that day. So, um, you know, 
middle of February, end of February, we'll see what happens. It, Hudson and Superior, I think if you had to pick two teams that have a good shot to go, they'd be a pretty good duo. Well, I'll get a sneak peek at that on Saturday. I think me going up to Superior to spend the weekend would be a little bit extreme to get away from my grandchildren. <laughs> um, but they do. Hudson does travel up to Superior on Saturday, so we'll have to... We'll have to get somebody to give us a report on that game because then they'll play each other again in January. So these two teams will play each other twice, you know, before the the playoffs roll around. Can it, is it too early to say here in uh, November that that game is important for seeding? Yes. This coming Saturday. Yes, you, it is too early. Yes, it, it's too early, and it doesn't really matter because they play again later anyway. And they play again later anyway, and if they end up number one and two, the the final, uh, that that's predetermined, um, you know, the, 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 the sectional final. So the, the seeding really doesn't matter if those, these two teams end up one and two. It would, the only thing that would matter is who got last change. Yeah, that. Correct. Okay. Or if there was a big discrepancy between, you know, teams three and four. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with that. So, uh, well, guys, any other thoughts you want to put in here while we got a while we got everybody's ear on this? Well, you know, our girls' game of the week is the northern half of the Wisconsin Valley Conference versus the southern half of the Wisconsin Valley Conference. <laughs> That's about right, isn't it? Hey, and since I know she is going to be listening, she has been texting me constantly today, uh, Brianna Seibel from the West Wisconsin Stars, uh, assistant coach, not only nominated her her freshman girl to uh, the – the player of the week, and she ended up winning it. And the Western Wisconsin Stars are now in seventh in the, the first-time ranking. They went 3-0. and They t- knocked off, actually, the St. Croix Valley Fusion uh, last week. So um, kudos to them. Brianna, you're listening. I know you are. Make sure you give out a hearty cheer and uh, remember your friends at Wisconsin Prep Hockey and keep writing the great articles that you have been uh, you're a, a welcome addition to our club, so thank you for all you do, and uh, keep up the good work. You know, guys, one of the things when I was going over the ticker this weekend, getting scores in, people have done a pretty good job of getting scores in, uh, whether they text them to us, whether they tweet them, and I follow a lot of schools on Twitter. But I thought that uh, everybody did a pretty good job of getting their scores in. Yeah, I had to go look for a few, but... I thought uh, everybody did a pretty good job of getting them to us, and we get them. We put them right up on our ticker to keep everybody informed because that's what we're in the business to do. Well, I know that uh, when the early bird invitational was uh, opening weekend over there at Wapan, Coach Wozniak, uh actually sent me via text copies of the score sheet so we could get them entered as soon as possible online. And everything, which always helps. See, the the big secret about Wisconsin prep hockey is that the five of us are almost entirely unnecessary once the season starts, because 
the coaches, whether it's the coach or another representative on their team, has access to their team page. They can add anything they want. They can add all their score sheets. They don't actually need us for anything. Unless something's broken, we're, we're entirely superfluous. Or entirely and, what? And, and I, I welcome that, and I don't really miss it, but I kind of hearken back to the days where, like, every Tuesday and Thursday <laughs> and most Fridays, I would sit at my computer or near the computer because most of the scores were called in. Uh, to my cell phone. I thought and you would say open I would, I, would stay, I would stay up until 10.30 every night, every night where there were more than like 10 games. And I figured if they didn't call me by 10.30, that was you know well enough, the games were over. If they didn't call me by then, leave a message, I'll put it up in the morning. Um, but I, yeah, that, that used to be how about half of the scores got on the site was uh, people would call in their scores to me. And I think... Um, well, I mean, Doug Coleman from University School always called in, and I think the last one, uh, the finally be, be, before he just you know gave up on the calling, uh, was Rusty Mitch from Pacelli. Um, even towards the end, I could always count on Doug Coleman and Rusty Mitch calling in their scores. Um, but thankfully, I, I, I don't have to stay up waiting for those anymore. Um, I can just. You know, like MJ says, you know, you check Twitter if we're missing a score or something, but most of most of them get up there on their own, and that's a good thing. Yeah, Burglar, I thought you were going to talk about having to stay up until the late hours, the wee hours, patrolling the forums. Oh, no, that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't miss that a bit, do we? No. <laughs> no, you Stoughton squid kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough said, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew Johnson, where are you now? Prime time. Prime He's, uh, time. Patrolling the rinks. He's a scout. Back. He's a scout, yeah. Sioux City Musketeers in the USHL. <laughs> the uh, good right. old days, man. Let's go. And, and somebody, some hey, somebody asked me. Well, Sullivan, Mike Sullivan said, "How long you guys been doing this?" And I said, "This is our 18th year." I mean, Burglar and I have been no, at this we, since. No, we, we we only started this in 2001. Yeah, so one is year one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 18, 17, whatever. I can't count. But um, we've been at it a long time. Uh, it was pretty primitive in the early days. Um, and once we got involved with sport engine, sports engine, um, it kind of took off. And uh, we, we really appreciate uh, everything they've done to help us out. Um, I've bent the ear of at least two or three uh, support people over the last couple of weeks trying to resolve issues that might have been imaginary or not, but um, they've been really good. And uh, they've given us a great platform to present to all you guys out there. Uh, so, you know, we, we appreciate that. Okay. And on that note, guys, I think does that about do it for this week? It's enough that, for me. Yeah, I second that. All right. Next week, we'll try to do better. You've been listening to This Week in Wisconsin Prep Hockey. <laughs>